Okay, let us begin. Baruch Hashem. Another day. Another day of blessings. Another day that Hashem gives us an opportunity. Ooh, you okay? Wow. You all right? Yeah, chuck that chair. Okay, another day of blessing, another day that we're able, Baruch Hashem, to be alive. Oh, wow. All right, oh. Today, now I know it's going to be even, an even better day. Baruch Hashem. <clears throat> another opportunity for us to learn how to be positive, to remind ourselves to love more, to focus more on our positive thoughts, as we said yesterday, just like a person feeds himself his food. Um, what's the quote? Let me get it right. Uh, a shimmy Klaus, um, classic shimmy Klaus. What is it? Anybody know it? Right. So I know, right? That's the Yisod. Just like, one second... Just get it. Here we go. Here we go. The mind, just like the body, becomes exactly... Oh, there you are, Shimmy. I was just quoting you. The mind, just like the body, becomes exactly what it is fed. While the body is nourished by food, the mind is nourished by thoughts. So that's why we start off, especially Rosh Hashanah, is this man of, we spoke about it last night, is the time of positive thoughts of Yom HaZikaron, the day of good thoughts. So we now, Baruch Hashem, today, like every day we try and create the, the thoughts that we want to have in our head. And even if we have negative thoughts, even if, oh wow, I just uh, did that. Even if we have negative thoughts that come in our head, that's okay. That's a normal thing that happens. Don't try and push them out with more negative thoughts, but rather to accept them and to put more positive thoughts in our head. You can't have thought, two thoughts at the same time. So if you put in a positive thought, so again, even if you have a negative thought, you could just say, that's okay. Because what did that do? That brings a positive thought. That's okay is a positive thought. As opposed to, as opposed to, I gotta have a positive thought. I gotta have a positive thought, which already is a negative thought. So Hashem should help us. That's why every day we learn purity of speech. Uh, Rav Gedalia is here. That's why every day we learn purity of speech in order to remind ourselves as the yard site of the Chavetz Chaim is coming up. The yard site of the Chavetz Chaim, Baruch Hashem, I'm excited to learn the Hilchas Lashon Hara on the yard side of the Chavetz Chaim, it's a schus for us every day to learn purity of speech, I think in a few days. Tomorrow, maybe? Chavdalad, right. So today, tonight, tomorrow. So I'm proud to say, I'm proud to say that the Chavetz Chaim, I think, if he walked into the yeshiva, so we could just like go like this, like, like we'd be able to protect ourselves by saying, we're, we're okay, I think, I'm, I think we're okay. The fact, whatever else we're doing, Whatever else we're doing, Yossi Tavenfeld just showed me from a sitter that it says, that it says from, from the Zohar. The Zohar says that as long as there's shalom, is Yossi, can I get Yossi for a second? It's a good eye for me to quote from, from the thing. Does he have the sitter over here, Masuk Midrash? Can you give him a sitter? It's worth it for me to quote it. You got to hear this. You got to hear this. Mamish. Everyone wants to know what Rosh Hashanah is about. Is it in there? Masuk Midvash? Is he coming? You got to hear this. Where's that sit? I want to just quote it. Sorry, I was just quoting you. And of course, it comes from a yid like Yossi Downfeld. He's the one who shares it. Yossi! 
Ready? Here it is. Look at this. From Sivcharabba. Listen to this. This makes me so happy. You guys want to know what Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, what it's all about? Judaism. Judaism. Thank you. Exactly. Here he goes. Sim Shalom. This is based on a Zohar in Miketz. Um Okay, I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know. B'schus HaShalom. Sim Shalom. Kad Ama Kula Ispuhu Shlom Velo Ispuhu Mare Devavu Kuchbrichu Chayus Alayu Vedina Lashal Tebu when all of the nation has shalom, benayim, as I, as I voted the first time this year, I told you this, as I voted, I kissed it, I said it in front of the, the thing, I was with my son, I said, I don't care about any of the voting, I care about one thing, this ballot that I'm putting in should bring shalom, that's it, should bring shalom, that's it. So look what he says, Azakarish Baruch Hu merachem aleim ve'ein hadin shoylet behem, when there is peace, there are no dinim. So you want to have a good Rosh Hashanah? Make peace. Listen to this. The Aval Gav. Listen to this. The Aval Gav, the Kulu Palche Lavodazara. Even though they're all bowing down to idols. The Inun Bishlim, Dinu If they love each other, you're good to go. Avodazara. Achtos. Avodazara Achtos. Go figure out that one. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I'm, I'm proud and humbled to be a Jew. What a, what a great, what a, what a great, how beautiful is that? So when there's peace in Achtos, it doesn't matter what's going on. If there's no peace in Achtos, then it doesn't matter how much you're learning. Doesn't matter how much you're this, right? Right? What does it say? It says from he brings the Chavetz Chaim also brings it. I think that maybe it's from the same thing in the Dar of Achav versus the Dar of Shol. So the Dar of Achav, they were Oiv de but they were Matzliach. They were Oiv de They say also the Sfarno I think says that by Avraham that Edafko didn't want to go to the 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 the, the, the Canaan for Yitzchak, but he went to his family. Why? Because, because even though his family, terror, they were, but what? They had good midos. They got along with each other. So I'll get a shidduch from the, from the secular guy who gets along than the big tzaddik, quote unquote, who fights with everybody. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Oh, such a chizik. Such a chizik. Why is it a chizik? It's a chizik because, because we know the truth. And we get, we get confused by the Yetzirah. The Yetzirah confuses us and makes us think that Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur and Yom Adin is, is Hashem, is, is, you know, he's, he's got, you got to become frummer. You have to become frummer from Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur. You have to love more from Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur. You have to give more hugs. You have to love more. You have to be mechazik. And you know what comes out from that? I promise you. What comes out from all of that is more learning Torah, more avodah Hashem, more everything. That, 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 was my, that was my question. Oh. So like, I was thinking in my head like, oh, don't worry, but my fish is not telling everybody to go like, but you know what I mean? And I was like, I'm not telling people to do avodah zarah. I'm saying, <laughs> I'm not telling people to do avodah zarah. I'm saying, I'm saying, love people, love Jews. No, no, there's no eventually. Right, so eventually, exactly. you don't need eventually. You, know, you need eventually. Yeah. Like maybe you won't. Good, good. I'm good. Now you're 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 flipping the side on me, right? No, you're, no. you're switching. Yeah, yeah. I'm it's yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. It, it. The point. The point is. The point is. Is is that exactly the point? My, but my point is is that for all of those who get worried about them, their bein adam la makom, you'll get your bein adam la makom. When when Rabbi Aryeh Levin's son-in-law, right, is Rebel Yashiv. And grandson is Reb Chaim Kanievsky. Besides, Reb Arya Levin was a goyin oilam in Torah, Nigla, Nister. But I'm saying, the tzaddik who loved all Jews ends up getting, getting it all also. That's my point. That's my point. He ends up having Reb Chaim Kanievsky as his grandson. That, that, that's my point. Rebel Yashiv as his son-in-law. You know what I'm saying? That's my point. So don't worry. For all those who are worried to be too loving that they're worried they're going to miss out, you ain't going to miss out. The guy who's not loving is going to miss out. That's the point. 
That's the point. That vadai, that avadai. Avadai, if you're not loving Jews, you're done. You missed the whole boat, right? You missed the whole boat. If you're not loving more and you're not, you're not promoting brotherliness within your own Daladamas, which means your wife and your children, that's your own Daladamas. You guys here, it's not your wife and your children. It's probably more within yourself. It's not even so much your roommate. Because your roommate, big deal, so let him borrow your shampoo. I mean, that's great. I'm not, I'm not saying it's not a Nisayan to let him borrow your shampoo. Or, so he's a little bit loud. Okay, but I'm saying the Ikara Voda when you're a single guy is really to have shalom within yourself and to really work on yourself. God willing, you get married, then it's shalom bias, then it's your children. God willing, yes, Shimon. Yossi, take a picture of that. Where, I don't know where Yossi, I, wanna, I want that, yeah. Beautiful. Very good. Wow, beautiful. Shema. There it is. I hear everything. It's beautiful. I'm a lot like I think everybody should have that conscience. You have a nation of people that loved each other and somehow missed the boat. Like how did that happen? Well maybe they didn't miss the boat. Maybe that is the boat. Well, what happened in the end of the Go, 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 go. Yeah, yeah, in a Right, right, okay, good. At the end of the story. Right, right, good. I, I don't, I, I love... Yeah, yeah, you have to ask, so your, your, your thing is you have to harv in, the, in, the, in that Zohar. You have to understand yeah, that yeah, Zohar. Yeah. You have to understand the Dor of yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, beautiful. So, so yeah, let's go to the Halacha. Yassi, if you don't mind, if you could just take a picture of that when you get a chance. Thank you, Yassi. B'schus Yassi, a Yid who loves, who loves Yidin. Okay, let's do um, Causing Shame. Chavetz Chaim, heir of the Yartzer of the Chavetz Chaim, Hashem should help us as the Chavetz Chaim promises us. If we do what we're doing every day by learning the Savior of the Chavetz Chaim, the Chavetz Chaim, Shusa Yagen Aleinu Valkol Yisrael promises us that our desire to speak Lush and Hara will get less until it leaves completely. So please help us with that. Hashem, Bishusti. Uh, the, the tzaddik and revealing that someone does not excel in a certain area here's the halacha to mention that someone performs a task poorly you're not allowed to say even though I'm on page 55 even though many people including yourself do not excel in this area for example did you hear the song he sang it was so off tune did you read the article he wrote it wasn't written well why do these statements fall under the category of Lashon Hara? Isn't it socially acceptable that most people do not excel in every area? The above statements are Lashon Hara because the person being spoken about would feel shame if he knew others were talking about him in such a manner. So says the Chavetz Chaim that anything that will cause shame, even though it's a natural thing, is something that you're not allowed to say. And I want to say something, I want to say something that's very important. And that is that many times people sit around and they, especially Baruch Shem, here in Yeshiva, where we talk a lot about Lashon Hara. And we talk about not speaking Lashon Hara. And we talk about being positive. Sometimes you can go somewhere for Shabbos. Sometimes you could be in a group where other people are there. Right? I'm not talking about going home. <clears throat> that's a little bit... We'll talk about that Pesach time, like we did last past year. We'll talk about how to go home and how to deal with being at home, because sometimes it could be challenging at home. But now that you're going away, what? Trigger. Trigger, okay. You got time. You got a few months for that, right? So what's the pshat? The pshat is, is that now people go to homes in, in this community, and people like to see different places. What do you do when you're stuck and you're sitting with a bunch of your friends from other yeshivas, right? Because I don't believe it would happen from our yeshiva. I don't believe it would happen from other yeshivas also. But let's say somebody would go and, 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 what? Hypothetically speaking. 
Thank you, Moshe. Yeah. Uh, hypothetically speaking, if if Chas Shalom, you're sitting with a bunch of guys and they're sitting talking lashon hara. So number one, <clears throat> the fact that you're upset at them and you're burning mad that how could this be? These guys who learn all day and these guys who seem to say now again, let's go through the f- stages. These are stages. The first stage is I'm upset at them. The first stage is that, right, maybe Rav Gedalia can give you the psycho, uh, the, uh, the stages. I don't know if they taught in your, wherever you went, right, the different stages of, you know, denial and then anger, then forgiveness, and then... That's for grief. That's for grief. So it's, oh, good, thank you. The five stages. The five stages. So, yeah, it's probably the same thing. It's probably a similar thing. What happens a lot of times is when someone's sitting around with people who are talking Lashon Hara, so you yourself are working on seeing the good in every Jew. So what happens is it, it twists you up a little bit. Why does it twist you up? Because here, you're sitting here talking to a lot of, you're sitting at a table, and these guys are bashing everybody, and they're your friends, but you're sort of confused. Why are you confused? Because I'm angry at them. Because I'm working on myself in yeshiva. We learn every day, Hilchus Chavetz Chaim. We're trying to love Jews more. And you guys are sitting there bashing Yankel. It's very painful. So the first thing, Rav Gedali, you'll tell me if you agree. The first thing is, right, you got to accept where your feelings. That's, that's where you are. It's a very normal, even though it's a hard word to say, it's a very accepted, typical, good, normal thing to be upset at the people who are talking Lashara and you're, and you're disappointed and you're upset at them. It's very, very... Don't skip that step. Don't skip that step. Yeah. No. Don't skip that step. You agree, Rav Gedalia? You can't. Never skip the steps. Never skip the steps. Especially with that. Because the normal thing is to say, what are you guys doing? It's Friday night. It's Shabbos. We came together. What you got to talk? You got nothing better to do? Now, if you're going to go ahead and say what? Now, I want to be clear. If you're in the dorms here, I have no Rachmanis on you. If you're sitting around Chas Shalom in yeshiva and you're sitting in the dorms, I have zero Rachmanis on you. <clears throat> Why? Because what, what could you do? What? What? Get up and leave. Just get up and leave. You don't have to be the, the righteous one. You have to get up and guys. Now, if it's your real buddies, if it's your real close friends, then you could tell them, what are you guys doing? Why are you talking Lashon Hara? And, and then you could leave. Yeah, very good. So Yehuda's re- saying something that I say all the time. A guy has a great day in yeshiva, and he learns, and he goes back to the dorms, and he sees that guy who's, who's th- theoretically, hypothetically, he sees the guy who's, uh, you know, in the same position as he left him in the morning, you know, you know, on uh, round 17 of whatever, um, whatever uh, season seven of whatever, you know, I don't know what's popular nowadays. Jail, what's it called? Uh, Tom and Jerry, yeah, right. Very good, very good. Uh, Tom and Jerry, right, season 12, right, of Tom and Jerry, and you come back, and you're trying to get your, your act together, your life together, and you come back and you're like, P- I pity that soul. So what Yehuda's saying, so what do I say on that? I say, get yourself back to the base medrash and learn some musr. You don't judge him negatively, right? However, Shimon and everyone, however, the fact that you're upset at him and you have that feeling, right, Rav Gedalia, is a normal, natural feeling. Don't skip over that feeling that you are upset at the guy. Because ultimately, right, this again, I keep on referencing Gedalia for a reason, right, but, but to get into yourself, to deep into yourself, ultimately you're upset at yourself, you're scared, whatever the psychological, whatever the stuff is, it's scary, whatever it might be, we're not going to go there right now. But the point is, is that it's okay to be angry at the person, at the situation. The question is, what's your next step? Yes, Josh. Right. And then you sit down, you hear them talk about Shinohara, and right. you, really, you, you immediately 
feel bad. That's it. You like you you feel bad for them, and like you skip the anger. You skip all. You just feel bad, and then you gotta believe. Well, well, well. What do you mean you feel bad? Meaning like 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 it like like it. It hurts. hurts. Right. Great. But it's but it's not but it's not like a. Really it's not an anger. So anger and anger, anger and sadness are one and the same. Anger is, anger is, yeah. Anger is, let me just say this and then you'll go. Anger is sadness turned outside. And sadness is anger turned inside. So, so the same guy who's going to get angry might turn that in inside into sadness. Good. Whatever it is, but whatever that feeling is, my point is, it's a normal feeling to be upset at your situation that you're in, and your environment, and the people who are around you who are talking and putting someone down, causing someone shame. It's no different. It's no different than watching somebody, right? right? This week's parsha is talking about lush and hara. What does that mean? It's no different if you're sitting in a room sitting at a meal on Shabbos, and people have a guy in a headlock, right, on the floor, and they're literally kicking his head. And you're supposed to sit there and say, Tzadikim, these guys, I just, we just learned about, about Achtos, and I love them. You're crazy. You don't love them, you're upset at them. These guys are sitting there bashing a guy's head in. With what circumstance could you skip any steps? <clears throat> no. No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It's normal and it's natural if somebody's beating someone's head that you're going to say, what are you guys doing? So why was it necessary just to tell us don't skip any steps? No, the step that we're, that we're saying not to skip is step. If you get angry or sad. How do you skip it? No, no, because I'll tell you what time. You get to a point where you skip that step, all right. Right, because sometimes a person could say, okay, it's hard to deal with it. That's all. I just wanted to just talk that out. Because a lot of times we're in situations where people are talking lush and hara. And you have to know how to deal with it. What did you want to say? I was just going to say, what's your name? What's your name? Josh. Josh. Hey, buddy. The way it actually works with all feelings, the truth is, is that especially when you're talking about negative emotions, is that if you own it and you feel it, so like Hashem did this amazing thing that when you allow yourself to feel an emotion, it actually, that's the healing. You feel it and then it can actually let go. What happens is, is that when you really are upset, but you don't own the fact that you're upset and you don't allow yourself to feel it and you kind of push it away, oh. really that stuff is there. It's like toxic waste. It's there and it sits and sits and sits. And then at some point, it's going to come out somewhere because it's there. However, if you do work on yourself to such a degree, you become a really like big tzaddik or a very, very worked on person, that your automatic response to something negative is that you really don't have the negative feeling, so then you're not skipping a step. You just yeah. got to that point. I wouldn't and even I'm say, really, I'm sorry to interrupt. Really, really honest, right, but I wouldn't even, I, I'm sorry to interrupt. I wouldn't even mention, I wouldn't even mention that step so because people be like so to be tzaddikim. Exactly. People like to be tzaddikim and they like to skip that step. Because it's, so it's much easier to be a tzaddik and it is to sit with the with the minister mind that this is all happening. I just want to say, as we're talking about Josh, we should all have in mind. We should all have in mind that um, I don't know if I'm saying I'm dedicating, but uh, but us sitting here together, Josh has a very important day today. Um, in uh, I don't know exactly what it's called, you know, all all the stuff that you're doing. But Hashem should give you the strength to continue to make a kiddush Hashem and to do what you got to do. Josh, we're proud of you. We're proud of you. Okay, yeah, Morty, we'll get to a few, and then I want to uh, move move ahead a little bit. So we got Morty, Yitzi, and Aaron. Yeah, go, Aaron. Oh, Morty, I'm sorry, I asked Morty, go. Morty, go. Mike, you got the mic. Thank you, Rav Gedalia. Shkoyach. Thank you. How we doing, how we doing, how we doing? Morty on the mic, Morty on the mic. Uh, I'm just a shout-out to my Chavusa, Josh Savage. Yes. Uh, Steinman said about Shabbos with uh, with uh, when you see someone being Shabbos, Shabbos, Shabbos to yourself. Beautiful. In certain scenarios, you see people talking about Shemara. Oh, close friends, you can't say like, can't be not gonna be that guy. Like, yo, you're
be like, yo, like you're gonna, okay, I gotta go. I don't want to be like this. I don't want to. I don't want to be in this type of scenario. Beautiful, beautiful, Morty. Beautiful, love it. Shkoyach, Morty. Beautiful. I love the references. I love the fact that Morty's referencing things because he's sitting there with a notebook writing things down. Beautiful, Morty. Shkoyach, Aaron, and then Yitzi. Yeah. Which situation? In the situation where a person is like burning it all day, or out doing stuff all day, and they come back and see their roommate in the same position he was in all day. Right, right. Season seven of Tom and Jerry. Right. I don't think that person is upset with the roommate. Okay, what is it? That person, the feelings they feel are inside themselves. Right. Because for a few different, it's a few emotions you said anger, sadness, but also fear. Right. Because when he sees that person, right. Himself. Right. And he works the whole day to not to be that. From Beautiful. That. And then he comes Ooh. back. And Beautiful. Love it. Love it. Love it. Beautiful. 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 Unbelievable. First year guy over here. He just got here. Just got off the boat, this guy. Unbelievable. I love it, I love it. Huh. I love it. Love it. Okay, Yitzi. Uh, I have a question on the anger part. Yeah. So when you get angry, yeah. Um, I was thinking that I want to show you. Yeah. There's two uh. paths. There's two paths. When you get angry, it's a feeling. It's just a feeling. And now you might have to worry about feeling. Right. Right? So when you take two paths, you want to toxic part and you sit You say that, uh, you put that on yourself and say that, why am I angry? Uh, I, I suck and all that, all that stuff. Or you can take the good path and say, okay, I'm angry. There's a reason where it's coming from. Beautiful. And, but my question is that it Beautiful. only goes to that, the toxic part. You're just pushed to that toxic part. Like, how do you good, yep. yourself? Speak to Shimmy again. <laughs> Next time you get angry, speak to Shimmy. That's what I would do. I'm serious. Next time you get angry about something, open up to somebody and speak. Because most of the time, we're angry about being angry. So my anger fuels my anger. It's like the negative being with the negative. Negative is feeds negativity. I'm negative. I'm more negative about my negativity than my actual negativity. So I'm more angry about my anger than the actual thing that I got angry about. Right? If someone goes ahead and 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 uh, does something bad to me, so it's a normal thing, right? Even the Masils de Charm says in anger, it's a normal thing. He says it's tov. He says it's a mida tova, Baruch Hashem. I, I, I'm just going to say it was Minash I just opened it literally to this line right here where he says, Vadai ki teva ha'adam misorer lakas, right? And he says, it's a, it's a mida, what does he say? He says, um, sorry, one second. Zechelek tov vadai. The Ramchal, the Ramchal says, it's a chelek tov vadai. Yes, it's a chelik tov to get angry, which means if you don't get angry, there's something wrong with you. You're not human. So what are you getting angry that you got angry? So what does Yetzirah do? You get angry, so he gets you angry that you got angry. Then you get anger, then anger, anger, anger. Then you realize you don't even know what you ever, you ever see people fighting and fighting. Yeah, good, but I'm saying you could... But Yitzi, but if a guy comes over to you and spits in your face, you could blame him because he's a crazy guy for spitting in your face, and you could get angry. What happens is, because we want to be tzaddikim, we go ahead and we say, I just learned about being a tzaddik. Right? Right? And really, I'm burning mad. And like Rav Gedalia said, you hide it somewhere in your, in your stomach, and it sits there, and it then, then it comes out in a different place. It comes out in a taiva. You give in to a taiva, so the Yetzirah is a smart man. What does the Yetzirah always do? Yetzirah always makes you frummer. And he says, oh, gamzu taiva. Correct, but, but I know you could say, but no, you could say, you could say the negative feeling, this is what people miss. The negative feeling is from Hashem. 
the kolmad of Rachman al-Tavavid is that negative feeling that I have, the anger that I have. Yehuda, you hear? The, the anger that I he- have is from Hashem. Gamzul Tovo and the anger. That's the var. That's the depth of it. Josh, you hear me? Right. So that's exactly. You missed that. Yeah. The gam- the, the the anger is what I'm saying. Thank you, Hashem, that I have this anger. That I'm a Baltaiva. Now I'm in that. Not thank you, Hashem, that I'm a tzaddik and it's all good. It's not all good. And I'm thanking you, Hashem, that it's not all good. Can I make one point? I just want to reiterate one point. When you're feeling a negative feeling, right? Our natural thing is let's push it away because it's bad. And then it's gone. You have to realize that when you accept what you're feeling, you go into it. Anger is always, anger is not a regular feeling. Anger is always like, it's a surface thing that hides stuff underneath. You find out what's underneath, you feel it. That makes it go away. That is what makes it go away. That's dealing with what Hashem gave you. Right, exactly. Hashem gave you it for a reason. Let it come in, feel it, experience it. It's what you just got, and that's how it clears right. out. And, and sure, so my, so, so my concept, if I can just yeah. say my question again, is that, is that, I don't want to be too, like, like, like the reason why I'm trying to get this question clear is because I don't want to be be too scared, you know, to believe that I need to be on a high level to have Hashem in my life, right? Like Correct. That's possible. Correct. Even, even in the lowest level. Correct. So I was just asking that 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 it's not a steer to everything that we're saying to accept the feeling that Hashem can still be in that picture. Correct. Not not, not not only is it not a steer but the more that you realize it's from Hashem, exactly. If you really, truly accept that it's from Hashem, then you will truly, fully accept the negative feeling. You will. They go hand in hand, yes. Yes, good point. Yes, Yudah. Yes, I got you. They go hand in hand. People think it's either or. People think what Rav Gedalia is saying is that there's the feeling and there's Minashamayim. No. The minashmaim is, is that I'm supposed to feel this feeling. I'm supposed to feel this feeling, and Hashem wants me to feel this feeling. Correct, whatever it is. For everything is good, for sure. So first of all, if I've heard this, this No problem. If I would have heard this 10 years ago, I would have saved a lot of money at the therapy. Yes. Say that loud, say that loud. If I would have heard this 10 years ago, I would have saved a lot of money at the therapy. Okay. So I'm not, it's not like a lie. It's like, it's really like, that's what happened. And the whatever, I spoke to him about it specifically a year ago. But um, so if you're hearing this idea, like it's it's like you know take it in. But in the in the Renee Brown book, yeah, she really she she hits it on the head because she says that there's also an opposite extreme where you start identifying with the feeling too much, and then it's like oh like I'm angry now da 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 da. Right. So it's like a, it's also it's like everything. It's a right. balance. Like, right. Don't be afraid of like saying that you're angry because then you're gonna go too far. Just. Be, be real with yourself right, and be right, real with right. So that's why, right. Very good, Rab R- R- Kharaba that he's quoting all over the place. But I just want to say on that Nakuda, that's why I told Yitzi, and this is my own personal advice to tell anyone: if your anger flares up, or you have a, a taiva that flares up, whatever it might be, that 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 is that feeling, you got to talk it out to, with somebody. And my advice is: go, don't go to somebody who's going to tell you. Don't go to somebody who's going to tell you, uh, you know, uh, I'm not saying that in a, in a negative way. I'm saying don't, don't search for that. Search more, like Gedalia is saying, to understand yourself. Obviously, we know that it's from Hashem. We know that it's from Hashem. But I think that that helps a person when a person talks it out with someone. When you hold it inside, that's where you could get messed up with what you're saying with, with Brene. Beautiful. Wow. Amazing. Josh or uh, it's not? Okay, we'll talk. Yeah. Okay, Hashem should help us all. We should all. Yes, Shimmy. No, I feel like it's pretty dangerous to, like, uh, whatever you're saying, to identify with anger to say, like, I'm angry. Right. You're whoever you are. Right. What you're feeling is anger. Right. Right, okay, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah good, good. Yeah, he's already... Right, right. Experiencing anger. Right, right, right. You know, no, uh, Shimmy's already getting... Shimmy, Dr. Shimmy, I should call him. Right, Dr. Shimmy's already getting into... I'm not saying that in late Sunday, so I'm saying that for real. Right? Shimmy's already getting into the lumdus of how to deal with it. We're, that's already the next level. We're talking base level. 
Guys are sitting around talking Lashonara. Guys are sitting around doing something stupid. I'm upset about it. That's step one, going in that feeling. Now you're already dissecting it. Is it me? Is it my thoughts? What are my emotions? That's already when the guy will talk to you and you'll explain it to him. Got it? Or you'll go through whatever you'll, you'll go through and you'll talk it out with somebody else. Hashem should help us. Bottom line, as we start off from the Zohar, bottom line is, bottom line is, what we want to try and do, especially Elul, especially Erev Rosh Hashanah, especially during this stage of Yamim Noraim, our goal is to love each other more. And, and some of this, some of this comes from the fact that we're going to try. Some of this, like we said, we said this this morning in Shir after davening, all I have to do is find and search for the positivity, for the goodness, for the good in every person. Whether I find it or I don't find it, that's not my job. My job is to search for it and to search for it. It's not going to be there right in front of me. If it was right in front of me, there would be no challenge to find the good. Finding the good means it's lost, and I don't know where it is. So I have to search. And the goal of, the goal of Rosh Hashanah, the goal of Yamim Noraim, the goal of being a Jew is to work on trying to find the good in each other. Obviously, that comes in trying to find the good in oneself. And through that will all be Zohar, as the Chavetz Chaim, that's, this is where we begin every day, is purity of speech, that Hashem should help us not to talk any Lashon Hara. Hashem should help us that we are not put in a situation where the group around us is speaking Lashon Hara, but rather all the things that come out of our mouths will only be positive for us and for all the Jewish people. Okay. I just want to end off in the fifth pillar of Judaism, as the Ramchal said it very clearly, that there are five pillars to being a Jew. Number one, pillar number one is relationship with Hashem. That's number one. What's my relationship? Do I have a relationship? Is Hashem a monster to me, or Hashem is a loving father to me? What is my relationship with Hashem? That's number one. Number two, we said, is acting like Hashem. Hashem has mercy. Hashem has forgiveness in Him. Hashem has love in Him. I want to act just like Hashem. Number three, we said, is being a giver. Ahava is Malashan Hav. I want to be a giver in my relationship with God. I want to be a giver in my relationship, as the Micht of Melio says very clearly, every person, whether you want to hear this or not, is always in two sides of the coin. You're either a giver or you're a taker. And the goal is to be a giver, which happens to go with Halicha Bedrachav, maybe Morty, when you finish getting your system of how the Ramchal is saying this, that it works very well together. But being a giver is God. God is just an ultimate giver, giver, giver. So if I want to be like God, I'm going to become a giver. That's why you get married. Because when you get married, you give to your wife. When you get married, you give to your children. You're a giver. You're living in the world of giving. Number four, we spoke about yesterday, is living wholeheartedly, which means a person who's working out in the gym, a person who loves what he's doing, a person who's excited about what he's doing, he is not distracted. He's totally enjoying what he's doing. He's totally, his mind, his body, his soul, we were referencing Rabbi Tzvi Sklar going ahead and playing football on the line. His body's there, his mind is there. When somebody, we were referencing Rabbi Simcha Rabba, learning Gemara, his mind, his body, he's totally, totally, that's why he's Simcha Rabba. That's why he's so happy, because he's totally, totally lets go, and he's immersing himself totally, totally in the Gemara. That is called Shlemus Halev. Number five, and we're going to end off with this today, and that is Shmiras Kolam Mitzvahs. Basically like this. There are two ways to look at mitzvahs. You could look at mitzvahs like you're in seventh grade, or you could look at mitzvahs like you're in 11th grade, which is what? They are called, someone give me, without anyone who's heard me before, can someone just say the simple art scroll translation and the regular translation without getting deep on us? I'll do that, that next thing, but I'm trying to make a point. How do you call a mitzvah in English? A what? Thank you. Right, a commandment. 
What's a commandment? I'm the, I'm the little guy. God is the big guy, right? And he is commanding me. Commandment has a little bit of a negative connotation. Or let me say even better, it has a little bit of an immature connotation, which means I'm commanded. I have no say in the matter. I'm commanded. Do X, Y, and Z. God commands me. And if I don't do it, off with his head, which is a truth to that. There is a truth to that. He's the king, right? I'm the servant. But that's a level of elementary school. That's a level of before you got to Waterbury or wherever you went, basically. That's the level of right high school. For your classic high school, elementary school, God commands. Yes? Yes? Because you could have, because you could go again, you could go against Hashem. Yeah, it is. I command you to do this, and you say, "I ain't interested." So we'll get into a fight. People get into fights with Hashem all the time. You tell me to do this. Watch this, because you commanded me. Oppositional defiance. Speak to Gedali about that, right? Oppositional defiance. People have trouble. People have trouble with authority. People have trouble with authority. Why? Because they were overly commanded. They were overly commanded with things that they couldn't do. So therefore they can't handle commandments. Now, here's the stage of mitzvahs that a person is supposed to graduate no pun intended into. You graduate into what a mitzvah really means on a deeper level, which is a lashon of tzavsa. The lashon of tzavsa means a connection. Why is tzavsa a connection? Now let's go to your wife. Not to your teacher or to your parents. Let's go to your wife. If your wife asks you to take out the garbage, is she commanding you to take out the garbage? She's not commanding you to take out the garbage. I hope you don't feel that she's commanding you to take out the garbage. Because then you got to check your relationship with your wife. If she's commanding you to do the dishes, if she's commanding you to buy her a present, she's commanding you to, to, to take her out. Very good, you know. Very good. Exactly. No, but say that aloud. Say that again. <laughs> Say that. He's a good husband. I was saying, like, I was really talking to myself just out loud. <laughs> I said, why, why are you waiting to be asked? Right, why are you waiting to be asked? Which actually, he's mechaven to chasidus. In the, in the Ramchal, nothing to do with chasidus burichata. Not, not like that. Chassid, not that that's not chasidus also. I'm just saying, that's not what chasidus is in the Ramchal. What Yehuda's machavin to is that you're not commanded to do something. You want to do something. Why? Because when I do something for you, what, am, what happens? When I bring something for you, when I wash the dishes for you, when I buy you a present, when I stay up late listening to you, when I have this thing that I'm, that I'm responding to you, what does that create in our relationship? <laughs> it creates what? A connection. That's how you connect to so how do you connect to God? You connect to God by putting on tefillin. Why? Not because he commanded me to put on tefillin, but rather because he asked me, could you please put on tefillin? So you could say, sure. What does that do when you say, sure, I'll put on tefillin? That makes a connection. And what he says, he says, please do me a favor. I'd appreciate it if you wouldn't light a match on Sabbath, on the Shabbos. And what do you say? Sure, no problem, even though I wanted to. Why? What does that do? That's how you build a relationship. How do people know who you are as a roommate? Could you please make the air conditioner lower? No problem. Sure. Could you please, when you walk in at 1 o'clock in the morning, could you please keep it down? Sure. No problem. Could you please bring me lunch? I'm not feeling well. Sure. My pleasure. What a beautiful relationship. You weren't commanded to do that. You're building a relationship. So the fifth pillar of Judaism, the fifth pillar of Judaism is Shmiras Kol HaMitzvah, which basically means, like Yehuda was saying, you're totally tuned in, as they say the Avos. It's an incredible thing. Before the Torah was given, Yehuda, now you can understand this pshat that they say. Because you're married, and you understand what a relationship is. You can understand the pshat in the Torah that they say that Avram Avinu, Yitzchak Avinu, Yaakov, kept the Torah before the Torah was given. Why? Because they understood what Hashem wanted, 
before he even said it. Real love is understanding what someone wants before they even say it. That's true relationship. We'll wrap up with that. We'll take your questions. Oh, Tion. Welcome back, Tion. I love Tion. Get to know this guy. Get to know this guy, everybody. Get to know that guy. Beautiful, great question. Because it, def- it depends what you consider being punished. Punishment could be, the worst punishment could be if you're in love with someone and you have a great relationship and then now you're lacking and you're deficient in that relationship. So it depends what punishment is. When we look at punishment as a child, punishment is I'm the parent, I'm punishing, punishing you, you have nothing to say to this matter, go to your room, Stay in your room. That's an immature level of punishment. A higher level of punishment is that I don't get to enjoy our relationship too much. That's the greatest punishment. So it depends how you how you look at the word punishment. Great question, Tion. Yes. I hop the part of that because first it's it's fear, it's fear and you love it. So after you love after you love someone, it's not like you're getting cut. You want to do it. Exactly. Exactly. Beautiful, you see. Beautiful. Beautiful, exactly. Beautiful. He's quoting the Silla Charm. Beautiful. Let's wrap up. Someone else had a question? Slay me. Yes. If you're saying it, it's appropriate. Well, you know, we had these relationships when we were younger. We didn't get a reply or text. We were all lost. You don't do a mitzvah or whatever. Beautiful, beautiful. How's that not appropriate? It's beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful. Yes, Josh. In my head, I have a little bit of a hysteria. Is there a line where you try to align your rutsun as much as possible, but if you get too close to aligning your rutsun, then the relationship goes away? Because the relationship is a give and take. Right. Right. Yeah. So, 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 good, great question. That's why we have the whole entire safer. That's why you have to do the safer. There's 1997. I'm still going. 1996. I'm still going till the day I die. Hopefully, we'll be in a long time from now. And you got to just keep on figuring it out. If it were so simple, we'd be finished the safer. This is, we haven't even began the safer, this is the introduction. So I'm just sort of brushing a, a, a little bit and not even touching upon what this is talking about. You're talking about Shmiras Kolamitsis, that's the entire purpose of, your, of our existence. He's actually going to say that. In the next chapter, in, in Parak Aleph, he's going to say that one of the purposes of you being on this world is doing that. So it can't be so simple. It can't be that that's the purpose. If going to the army and working out and doing all these things is so deep and takes so much time, takes so much effort, takes so much emotional effort, so much intellectual effort, so much physical effort, just to go ahead and just to do something like that, could you imagine to be a good Jew? Could you imagine what it is to be a good Jew? Could you imagine? It's easier to make millions and billions of dollars and be the biggest doctor, the biggest lawyer, the biggest everything than it is to just be a good, simple Jew. And just to end off, because the quote came out, I think, yesterday or two days ago, and I did not do justice to the quote, and me and, uh, me and someone did this last night, I must say this quote. Because if I could say that this is the, one of the purposes, Simcha, Rib Simcha Rab, I don't know if you heard this quote. The, the credit goes to, uh, somebody will claim the credit because we talk about being a good husband. We talk about being a good husband. <coughs> Who sent me that quote? Please claim it, whoever sent it. Hi. Of course you would die for your child. You heard this one? Oh my gosh. Guys, this is what it's about. This is what it's about. If I could say, everyone wants to know what this yeshiva is about, I'm going to say that this is what this yeshiva is about. 
It's hard to say it in one in one. Ozitzi? Yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense. Because that's what this If you guys want to know what you, this yeshiva is about in a nutshell, I'll say it's the Kodesh HaKadoshim, right? Of, of a man and a woman, ish isha, a relationship, right? Here it is. Of course you would die. Of course you would die for your child. Everybody would die for their child. But would you live healthy for them? So why am I saying that? Here is the place. Here is the place where you could learn how to be a healthy person. How you could learn how to be a healthy, and I underline this, a healthy Jew. A healthy person, a healthy Jew. Healthy. Someone who knows how to smile. Somebody who knows, as we've been saying, who knows how to be in touch with his emotions. Somebody who knows how to know where I stand with Hashem my relationship with Hashem, someone who knows what Judaism's about, healthy, healthy, healthy. If we could all end up being healthy husbands, if we can end up, Mimela, being a healthy father, because if you're a healthy husband, the greatest thing you could do for your spouse, if there's one thing you remember from this yeshiva, is the greatest thing, sorry, you could do for your children, is be a good husband. And as someone asked the other day, I forgot who asked the question. Oh, being a parent. Oh, I think Dovi Sauer asked. Oh, being a parent and being a good person. Are they one? What, what's the difference between being a parent, a good parent, and being a good person? The answer is nothing. The way to be a good parent, the way to be a good spouse, is to learn to be a good person. We're blessed. Everyone sitting here is blessed to be in a moshav with palm trees, to be in a moshav where it's quiet, to be in a moshav where you could actually think about what your life is about. To be in a moshav, to be in a yeshiva that pushes and helps each and every one of us be the best that we can be. Let us take advantage of that. Smash your rear view mirrors. Don't worry about what you've done in the past. All you got to worry about is actually nothing. What you got to do is look at the clock on the wall and say, I got from 11 o'clock to lunchtime. What am I doing? from 11 o'clock to lunchtime. What am I doing from after lunchtime till 6.30? What am I doing from supper time? Take it one day at a time. Because life is about days. Arichas yamim. It's about living today, because that is your life. Your life is here right now. Let, let us live it with strength. Let us live it with humility. Let us live it with honesty. And through that will be zocha to be the best that we can be. Today is the first day of the rest of our life. Live it incredibly. Have a great day, everybody. Seriously, deep line. And what?